Becky asked if I would do a podcast on plant-based eating after bariatric surgery with tips on how to get in enough protein. Is a plant-based lifestyle appropriate or even doable after weight loss surgery? Coming up, let's talk about various plant-based options and some smart strategies that can make a plant-based lifestyle work. Did you know that ProCare has a multivitamin soft chew that comes in three delicious fruit flavors? With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our protein powder, visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 143. Tired of all the hype, the confusion when it comes to nutrition, especially bariatric nutrition? Eat this food. No, don't eat that food. Skip certain meals. Try this diet. It'll reset your pouch. Heck. Just do a detox. It's enough to make you say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. It matters where you get your nutrition information. When it comes to your bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through all the hype. Let's get the accurate nutrition information you need to know. Simple, actionable strategies that work today. I want you to feel well. Every day, get out there, do the things you want to do. I created Bariatric Surgery Success for you. You're in the right place, and I'm so glad you're listening. Would you please share the podcast with someone you feel would benefit? And if you love it, would you write me a review on Apple Podcasts? Thanks so much. Do you receive my weekly newsletter called Breaking Down Nutrition? You'll be the first to know about giveaways, product specials, helpful tips, the latest podcasts, and upcoming interviews that you don't want to miss. Sign up today on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. When Becky asked me to do a podcast on plant-based eating with a focus on how to meet protein needs, I just kept asking myself, how doable is this really for most people? Yes, plant-based eating after surgery can work as your lifestyle choice, no doubt about that. But I'm going to be frank, it does take a lot more effort on your part depending on what plant-based option you choose. This is not a one-size-fits-all answer. So let's dig deeper. Don't miss this. Bariatric dietitian Isabel Maples, whom you know if you're part of my pod squad and you listen regularly, always says up front, Remember, plant-based does not equal vegetarian. Again, a plant-based diet is not the same thing as a vegetarian diet. A vegetarian diet is one option for plant-based eating, but it's not the only one. In fact, I can think of at least six plant-based options. Let's look at them. Number one, a vegan lifestyle. And this is the most strict in that animal, animal byproducts are restricted. This means that all protein, all protein must come from plant protein sources, such as your veggies, fruit, legumes, nuts, seeds, whole grains, tofu, falafel, which is made from chickpeas or fava beans, tempeh, which is made from fermented soybeans, Imitation meats such as vegan meatballs or black bean burgers. 
Then number two option is called ovo-vegetarian. So in addition to the non-animal protein we just mentioned in the vegan lifestyle, eggs are also included. Number three is the lacto-vegetarian lifestyle. And in this case, it adds on dairy to the vegan lifestyle, typically yogurt, cheeses, and milk. And then number four, you have the lacto-ovo lifestyle. And yes, as you can easily guess, this includes both dairy and eggs with the vegan protein sources. Then number five, pescatarian lifestyle. This includes fish and other seafood and may or may not include eggs and or dairy. So it could be lacto-pescatarian or ovo-pescatarian or lacto-ovo-pescatarian. So again, fish and seafood is in pescatarian and may or may not add on eggs or dairy. And then number six, which is probably the most flexible, is why it's called the flexitarian lifestyle tries to avoid animal products, but doesn't totally restrict them. So if you're thinking, hmm, I want to eat more plant-based, which of these options appeals to you? Remember, the more restricted the option, the more effort it will take for you to meet your protein needs. And again, these are six options outside the typical bariatric lifestyle or bariatric diet that follows surgery, which is high protein, lower or low carb, and then fairly low fat too. So big focus on protein and the majority of protein coming from animal sources because of their quality. So just keep that. That is the, I guess I would call it the gold standard of plans for afterwards. But then if you're wanting to eat more plant-based, we have these six that we're talking about. I have three concerns for the highly restricted plant-based diet. Again, that's the vegan particularly that includes no animal products. Because after weight loss surgery, when you restrict animal protein sources completely, as we just said, you have to get your protein somewhere, which now means from all plant sources. So here are my three concerns. Number one, Plants are high in what? Yes, you know, carbs. So you will automatically push up your carb intake by eating more plant-based. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You just have to really start to think about where your carbs are coming from. So number two concern means this higher carb intake can lead to dumping syndrome. Especially, don't miss this, especially if you're not eating smart carbs. Do you remember what smart carbs are? I know you do. Those carbs, high in fiber, low in sugar, and higher in plant protein. If you're consuming slider foods, dumping syndrome can become an issue pretty quickly, not to mention you're going to get very little, pro, if any, protein. Let's revisit slider foods a minute. Slider food, any food with a soft, mushy texture. These foods slide right through your pouch without you feeling full. You don't feel the need to restrict your portions because you never feel full or satisfied. So let me say that again. Because these foods slide right on through your pouch, you're not feeling full. So you don't feel the need to restrict your portions because you're not full or satisfied. So examples would be things like applesauce or ice cream, mashed potatoes, pudding, the simple white carbohydrates like pretzels and crackers, 
even soup, sugar-free gelatins, cookies, candy. Now, maybe you're thinking, I'm not really familiar with the term slider food. I've heard it, but I'm not quite sure what it means with me. Essentially, these are foods that are very low in protein, low in fiber, and tend to be high in carbs, especially more processed carbs, basically with zero, zero nutrition benefits. Because of their lower fiber and protein content, the stomach doesn't need as much time to break them down and digest them before they pass through your pouch or sleeve. Especially with cookies and chips, much of that carbohydrate is starting to digest in your mouth with the salivary enzymes. For a more in-depth look at slider foods, listen to episode 73. Wherever you listen to my podcast, but you can go to the website too, breakingdownnutrition.com. You'll find all the podcast episodes there. And I'll put the link in the show notes too. And my third concern about a mainly plant-based diet is that it doesn't provide you with that same feeling of fullness, that same satiety that animal protein does. And I'm talking about even when you're eating the smart carbs, which I want you to, the high fiber, those plant uh, sources higher in protein, typically they still don't give that same feeling of I've had enough, I need to stop now, this portion has been plenty. So what happens is it's easy to start taking in more calories. Since you will need more carbs and more variety of smart carbs to meet your daily protein. These additional calories from carbs may or may not make you full and can actually lead to that dreaded weight regain. So choosing to include eggs or dairy or both or fish and seafood or all of these into a plant-based lifestyle can make it much easier on you to plan day to day. Plus, it's easier to get high-quality protein with fewer carbs, feel more full, but still be fairly plant-based. Okay, I'll be back in just a moment, and I'll share seven tips for successful plant-based eating. Bariatric Surgery Success is thrilled to partner with New Hope Girls, women empowering women. They offer a discount to our community. Code transform to save 15% and celebrate our shared commitment to transformation. Shop their beautiful bags at newhopegirls.com. If you plan to follow a plant-based lifestyle with one of the options we just talked about, how do you be smart about it? Well, here are seven tips to help you. Number one, if you have a bariatric dietitian that you can consult as part of your surgical team, do so. Share with your dietitian what you want to do, which option of plant-based eating you're interested in, and then get help to prepare a well-thought-out plan based on your preferences as to whether you want to include animal sources and which ones. Bariatric dietitian Gail Smith, whom you also know is a frequent podcast guest, she likes the hybrid version of the plant-based lifestyle, an option with both plant and animal-based proteins, particularly lacto-ovo. Well, I'm on the same page as Gail. I'm a fan of the hybrid lacto-ovo-pescatarian. It gives you dairy, gives you eggs, gives you fish and shellfish. So you have some animal protein without total restriction, making it easier on you. But again, this is personal preference. It is what you want and what you decide you will put the time and effort into. 
Tip number two, if you restrict all animal protein, you're going to need to reach for a variety of plant-based protein, such as chickpeas and lentils, beans, peas, soy-based products, all of those that we were mentioning a few minutes ago in the vegan lifestyle. Now, know this. I don't want you coming back and say, you didn't tell me this. (laughs) When you increase these carbs and these beans and lentils, soy-based products, you may feel some bloat. And you may feel some distension in your gut. So I want you to be aware of that. What do you do? You start with smaller portions and see how your body does. Because remember, carbs can cause gas, discomfort, and could cause dumping syndrome. This is why so important to work closely with your dietitian. Focus on foods that will cause less gas buildup and then add on those that tend to be gassy little by little. Go back and listen to episodes 127, 132. They talk more specifically about carbs and why it's okay to eat them, why carbs matter, and specifically bariatric friendly carbs, those we love. So the links in the show note will have the link right to the episode, or you can go to episode number wherever you listen to your podcast. Number three, tip number three. Okay, there are also plant-based protein shakes if you haven't tried those, and they can help fill in on occasion as well. Although you guys know from listening to me, I'm a real food person. I want you to learn to eat food that you love and enjoy your meals, but there are days the protein shakes work. So check out products from Orgain or what's called O-W-Y-N. This stands for Only What You Need and others. There are numerous plant-based shakes now, but you want to look closely for products that will give you a mixture of different sources of plant protein, such as hemp or pea and rice. Why? To ensure that you're getting different amino acids from all of these. And that's the breakdown of protein. Remember that plant proteins, except for soy and edamame, are incomplete proteins, meaning they do not contain all of the essential amino acids your body needs. So if you do not consume animal products, you need to mix it up and combine different plant proteins in order to consume all the essential amino acids your body requires. And that's why I was just saying in the prior tip that when you're looking for products like that, um, plant protein shake, you're looking for different sources, multiple sources, hemp, pea, rice, because they have different amino acids. And you're trying to combine those together to try to get the quality of what's in complete or animal protein, or again, soy also has that. Tip number five, be sure and take your bariatric multivitamin mineral supplement along with any additional supplements that your dietitian may suggest. Depending on your plant-based option, you may need omega-3 fats from supplements or from plant sources such as walnuts or flaxseed. You might need more vitamin D or calcium. That can be of concern if you're not consuming dairy. or So you're going to need this from supplements or foods fortified with them. Fortified meaning vitamin D or calcium may not have existed in the product to begin with, but they're adding it to it. Vitamin B12 is found in animal sources only, so it should be in your multi. And it can be in fortified foods, such as milk alternatives, for example. But if you're taking iron, be sure and separate your iron from your calcium supplement by a couple of hours. Why? 
it makes a difference in how your body absorbs it and uses it. Tip number six, are you concerned about your intake? Are your calories shooting up? How many grams are you, of carbs are you taking in? This is a good time when you first start one of the plant-based options to say, hmm, I think I'll track my food intake for a few days. And you can do this on and off, on and off to see how consistent you are with your macros, with your protein specifically, and your vitamin and mineral needs. There are lots of good apps out there. Very Tastic is one. My Fitness Pal is one. Lose It is another. Finding one that works for you is the way to go. Number seven, here's what I want you to do this week. So if you're multitasking, listen closely. Ask yourself honestly, if you want to eat a plant-based lifestyle, which option will work for you? Which one are you willing to put the time and the effort into? All of the options, along with the regular bariatric high-protein diet, includes plants, right? Plants, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, etc. These plants play a fabulous role in the body to help prevent inflammation and disease, but you still need quality protein. So if you choose an option that is more restrictive, spend time with your dietitian for guidance and get the answers to your specific needs. Because remember, you are worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC, all rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.